Hey, this is D Snyder. You're listening to the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. Hell yeah. Welcome to the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast with your host, Dr. Fuck, and the Ayatollah of Alcohola, Ian Wadley. Kick on back and listen to another exciting episode. It's time for the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast! Hey everybody, it's me, Dr. Fuck from Thrasher Die Combat and some other groups coming up. And uh, with me this week, as always, is... Oh yeah! The Beer Cracker. That's right, the Alchemist. Uh, <laughs> Ian Wadley from New Orleans. How you doing there, Ian? Hello! Not too shabby, not too shabby. So, uh, Ian, I understand we had a really killer month. Oh, my God. I want to thank all the listeners. Uh, May was our biggest month yet. Uh, over 33,000 hits last month. Uh, wow. Yeah, and, and not even a year old, and we just went over 206,000 uh, hits. And we're not even a year old until fucking July. Uh, it's it just amazing. Uh, we keep growing. More people are following us on Podbean. Uh, I've been getting a lot of feedback from the listeners. They're saying the shows are getting better and better, and we really appreciate that because I think so too. I really think, you know, we've discovered our little what we want to do here, and there's always room for improvement and Jello. But uh, you know, I think I think we're doing great, and the listeners think so too. And uh, I want to thank all of you for making this such a huge success. So thank you very yeah, much. I want to thank everybody out there. And I also want to thank that other podcast that rips us off. But we won't get into that, will we? <laughs> yeah, not this time. Uh, and also, uh, Ian, uh, our fan of the week last week, I believe you uh, have something to say about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I fucked up. I, I called him Pete Delise. And it is Patrick Delise. Pat Delise. And, uh, and I want to apologize. Sorry, brother. I got your name wrong. I don't know why I did that, but I'm sure a Rolling Rock's to blame. But uh, you you are a great fan. Uh, you know, I even like your fucking brother, even though he joined a Van Hagar cover band. He's actually, still... actually, he's my he's my pick of the moment. <laughs> oh God, here we go. <laughs> he's my fan of the moment. Here we go. But keep going, keep going. But uh, but yeah, so so Patrick, Pat, however you want to be called, uh, uh, dude, you are the fan of the week. I apologize for fucking up your name. And I got a, another correction today from a, our biggest, biggest homosexual fan, Justin Childers. Oh, it's not Childers? Childers. No, no. He, he, I, I think he corrected us once before, but he, no, he said... But he, you, let me tell you something uh, to him. I used to, and he knows this, I told him because I was wondering if he was uh, related to her. I used to... Uh, I used to see this girl called uh, Sherry Childers that spells it exactly the same way. And she pronounces it Childers. But then again, she wasn't the sharpest crayon in the box. Well, so. I heard I heard she pronounces it that way because she's related to Justin but doesn't want people to know. Oh. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he corrected She was me. kind of a homophobe. He said it's chill, kind of like dill, kind of like dildo, which is what he is. But I love him. <laughs> he's our dildo, and he's our Justin... Childers. I like that one time you told him that I said I said I didn't like him or something. And he, he deleted me. Oh, dude. <laughs> you said oh. he said I, don't, I forgot. What did he say to you? And then you go, oh, it's because Ralph don't like you. 
Oh yeah, yeah. He want you want to know why he wasn't fan of it. In his defense, I think he had a lot of cosmopolitans that night. Oh, that, okay. little, that little fruitcake. Yeah. You know, he rubbed me this leg. He's like, how come I've been fan of the week? I'm like, oh, because Rath don't fucking like you. And I forgot about I, I wrote it as a joke. I'm watching a movie with my old lady, and then I fell asleep, and I forgot to answer him back. So he's sitting there steaming on this shit, thinking it's really true, you know. And he sucked back another Tom Collins, the fucking fruitcake. And, uh, and then he's like, oh, fuck, Dr. F-. I woke up and I saw this shit. I was like, oh, fuck, you know. Yeah, he deleted me. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that that's uh, that's our buddy though, and uh, that was funny, man. And, and he, and I, I, he'll get a kick out of this. He is my old lady's favorite uh, fan of the show. Oh really? Oh she, yeah, cause uh, yeah, she still never listened to one fucking episode, but she, you know, I, I added her to uh, the the Facebook page. You know, she didn't have a choice. I added her, but she sees Justin's uh, post and stuff, and she thinks he's the funniest. I did eat her. I mean, meet her when I was up. There. Yeah. That's right. She said Justin's nothing to look at, but he's a great typist, you know. I wonder uh, if Justin will change his last name to Childers when he changes his first name to Catalan. <laughs> you never know. You never know. I hey. know halfway there. I'm pretty sure he already oh, uh, yeah. bobbing himself. Oh, yeah. He's had the rubber band tied around that shit so long, it's just going to fall off soon. Hey, anyway, come on, you know? man. After a while, guys ain't into, like, having a penis while they're banging you in the ass. <laughs> yeah, but enough about that, homo. Uh, I want to thank some other people, man. The some Amazon. Other, some other homos? <laughs> no, no, these are some straight listeners. Not that I have anything against homos. Uh, you know, I have nothing against, uh, you know, just so my balls against his fucking chin. Yeah, uh, like that. Yeah, he does. He loves that shit. Can't get enough. Anyway, I want to thank everybody using the Amazon link. Holy shit. Of course, my main man, Mike Sears. That, that motherfucker's always buying shit. Always sends me a shout out. Let me know. I well, he should. I mean, he's loaded. He's relatives with Sears and Robot, isn't he? That, that's right. That's right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Mike Howard just sent me a thing today. I, I love Mike Howard. He always... <laughs> boy, he hates Iron Maiden, and uh, he hates Queensryche, but uh, he's okay in my book, man. And he bought the, the Halloween box set today. So I might get some coin off of that one. And uh, Mike, I, I don't know if I pronounced this right. I'm sure you'll correct me. Do Pietro, Pietro. Anyway, he bought a bunch of shit and sent me, uh, you know, to let me know. And man, I really appreciate this, guys. Uh, it's really picking up steam. Man, I know there's a couple other people that I forgot, but you know, you gotta forgive me. I drink a lot. Send me, send me another message on fucking Facebook and remind me. <clears throat> And I'll mention you in a future episode because I really do appreciate each and every one of you. Each and every one of you are my fan of the moment. That's that, that that's right, that's right. Or my fan of the week. You know, I'm original here, yeah. uh, unlike other podcasts. But anyway, what do you mean podcast? You mean you mean more than one? No, I only know of one. <laughs> Keep going. But, uh, so anyway, I want to thank everybody using the Amazon link. You guys, it's great. Uh, again, our best month ever in May, 33,000 hits. Uh, amazing. Amazing. Not even a year old yet, and we're over 200,000. And don't forget, people, this is no bullshit. When we hit a million, and we, we're picking up fucking steam, I'm getting the fucking, the logo tattooed on me. I don't, awesome. I don't know where yet, but I'm getting that, you know, I said, I called that like the third fucking episode or something like that, and I'm going to stick to it, man. Uh, and when you, we get 100,000, Ian is getting um, a Dr. Fuck tattoo on his forehead. We already got over 100,000. Well, get it ready. <laughs> All right. Waiting for it. 
I want more people to use the Amazon link. I need money. But let's get into the news. Enough of the ass kissing, I say. Uh, we've got a bunch of album releases coming out soon. That uh, Oh, really? Like yeah. what? There is a lot of shit coming out soon. And here's one I don't know if you're a fan of them. I dig them. And uh, they're back together with the original singer. But Lynch Mob has a new album coming out in August called Rebel. And man, uh, George Lynch, it seems like that motherfucker's got an album every other month. He had the uh, the KXM album came out this year, uh, or might have been last year already now. Uh, he did the album with Michael Sweet that I actually really enjoy. I love that album. Uh, yeah, I, I dug it, man. I really dug it. Uh, he's got that's a... My, that's my pick of the moment. <laughs> God. Uh... He's got a, a, a new solo album coming out that I think is a, is a, like a two-disc thing. Um, and then he's got another fucking Lynch Bob album coming out. And it's, it's great to see him that prolific. Uh, I don't know if I said that right. But anyway, you fucking know what I mean. I, but, I gotta tell you, Ian, I really enjoyed this segment of our show, Current Events. <laughs> oh, God. I like popular albums, too. Oh, God. Oh, God. Hey, I got Ryan here. Hey, look, let's hear it for Ryan, man. Come here, come here, Ryan. Come here. Get close to the microphone. Oh, Ryan's never talked. We have a special show. Come over here, Ryan. Does he speak English? Yeah, he speaks English. Oh, okay. A little bit. All right. Say hi to everybody and tell... And dude, me and Ryan were on a radio show the other night, and we couldn't say bad words. Unlike here, so go ahead, bro. Say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Anybody, anybody else that would beat strike, you can suck my dick and fuck off. That's right. There you go. Ryan Taylor, everybody. Thank you, Ryan. Not getting lost. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> Actually, Ryan, hey, come on, we got a little fun. Ryan, play, play the song you learned today. Everybody, listen to this. Uh, this not the new Thrasher Die record. This is going to be off the new Thrasher Die album. Check it out. And let's see. Let's, I guarantee Rock, uh, Thomas Black is going to put this song up. But let's see. Let's not even tell anybody what it is. And let's see if anybody can figure out what song this is. Go for it, Ryan. Check it out. Thank you very much. Hola! Hell yeah, don't say what that was. Anybody that can guess, guess what that is, Ian will send you a check for 500 bucks. Yes, yes, check. The traveling check. Don't leave home without it. Correct. All right, so uh, whoever can pick that song, you win absolutely nothing. That's right. That's right. It's, oh. it's, it's the equivalent of being on that other podcast. <laughs> yeah, I might, I might give away some green stamps so you can get some nice corning wear. I wonder if uh, that metal show, that metal uh, uh, station would uh, throw in a couple CDs if anyone can pick that song. We'll have, to, we'll have to ask Scott Green. Come on, Scott Green. Come on, let's do that contest. I, I, I think that's the only thing that other podcasts hasn't ripped off. They haven't found a fucking radio station that'll put them on like we did. That won't happen. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. You know, unless they're relatives with somebody else on the phone. Yeah, no, I, because because there is nowhere on this planet that they are a pick of the moment. Correct. Oh, man, these little innuendos. Fuck it, I don't care. Oh, man. All right, enough about those fucking whatevers. Let's go to another great album we got coming out. Ho- I, I predict. How do you know? What, you've heard it? Uh, I just, I got a feeling. Okay. This August, Motorhead is going to put out 
bad magic. Yeah, that's going to be very rare. It's very rare that Motorhead has released a bad album. It does happen here from there, but it's rare. I'd say and with a, it has Bad Magic, that's the name of the album? Bad Magic, yep. Yeah, it sounds cool. And, uh... I, I, I take the album cover leaves a little to be desired, uh, but it does have uh, snaggletooth, right? Yeah, yeah, but it, it's kind of like it almost reminds me of uh, bastards, and it's like just like, eh, there you go. Okay. But uh, you know what? It, fuck it, it ain't all about that. Hey, they can't all be you know the fucking overkill cover, but it's the music that matters, and they have been on a roll for a long fucking time. Uh, you, you know, while. Uh, you know, my favorite lineup, of course, will always be the classic lineup. This lineup right here uh, is not fucking far behind, and they've done some stellar fucking music. And the last album, Aftershock, was fucking incredible. You know? Yeah. Um, so I'm... I bought I bought the picture disc that came out on Record Store Day. It's cool. Oh, nice. For Aftershock. So uh, I, I'm sure it's going to be a great album. Let me ain't going to let you down. I don't know how it is live this, you know, these days, but uh, I'll tell you what, if, if they come around live, don't you fucking pass that shit up, because I don't know how much time we got left with fucking uh, old Lemmy, so savor every fucking moment, and definitely go out and buy Bad Magic when it comes out this August. All right, with another album coming out, uh, this is kind of pushing it towards the fall, and this is what a lot of people are on the fence about, a lot of people aren't impressed by what they already heard. But Slayer will issue Repentless. On, I don't care. On 9-11. I don't care. Let me ask about Ryan. Do you care about this new Slayer coming out? Yeah. He's like me, man. We, we I, just you cut care. him off. You cut him off. You cut him off. No, no. Uh, what? Yes or no? What do you think, Ryan? You think it's going to be good? It's not going to stop the age. No, no, it's not going to top the age. But, uh, you know, I'm going to give it a chance because I love Slayer. And, uh, you know, there, there's a uh, there's a really neat special edition of it coming out that, you know, is like the Slayer Eagle holds the disc and everything. I don't know if people have seen that on Blabbermouth. It looks pretty fucking neat. The two songs that I have heard, I gotta say, I'm not... Suck. Yeah, I'm not super impressed. I heard it. I heard it. Uh, but I, 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 I love the, the their choice of producer. Terry Date has produced a lot of albums I love. Uh, I'm hoping... Either those other two grow on me, or I like the rest of the album. But I'm gonna buy it regardless, cause I, I'm a fucking Slayer nuts winner. But uh, so that's that. Repentless is coming out on 9/11, just like God hates us all did. Interesting story. When the events of 9/11 happened, uh, I was all excited because God hates us all was coming out. And even after all this shit happened, like I, I couldn't leave work that day. But everybody's freaking out and all this shit. I still went to Best Buy after work, bought God Hates Us All, and then I went to 7-Eleven and I bought a 12-pack of Heineken because I was scared people were going to riot and there'd be no beer. <laughs> True story. No, and I, 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 I get home and my old lady's like, where the fuck have you been? You know, she thinks World War III is going to happen. I was like, fucking Slayer came out. I'm like, and then I had to go get some beer, you know? But, uh, yeah, so that's 9-11. That's my story. Yeah. And you like God Hates Us All, right? I love it. God, he loves it, Ryan. Good guy, man. You know, you know, Ian. There's something I need to bring up to you. Go ahead. You know, I love you. Oh, of course. How but you're not? You, but there's something you've been doing that has been really annoying me a lot lately. You got to remember, I'm Cuban blooded. I'm easily pissed off. Oh. And there's something you've been doing for I don't know a year <laughs> or so that I'm just so sick of. 
I don't find it funny. I never did find it funny, but somehow or another you do. And I'm just, I, I am beyond sick of it. And I am about to delete you from the Almost Human channel. Oh, this is terrible. Because every fucking time I put up, hey, what are your thoughts on this Kiss album? You always have to reply with, it's better than the album. It's enough, dude. It's not funny. <laughs> you're pissing me off. And I am so close to just, one day you're going to go, motherfucking Rob deleted me from almost human. It happens. But you're, you're annoying, bro. That's All right, I get it. You don't like the elder. Stop. You hear me? Stop. Stop with that picture of the tattoo <laughs> of the elder. Oh, come on. Stop bringing up fanfare every other sentence. We get it. You don't like it. Now, now this is... Now, you know how there's... You, know how you there's keep another, laughing, though. <laughs> you know how there's another podcast that talks about, you know, certain afflictions? Well, I'm, I got... I got, I'm going to put a, there's a new segment now. Now I'm going to rip them off for a change. Yeah, I'm going to take something from them. This one's called uh, sitting down with your psychiatrist, Dr. Fuck segment. Right? And I'm going to give you some advice, Ian, okay. of, of the, the, this problem you have with uh, accepting that other people like the elder. I understand you are very insecure. I understand it really does upset you. That people love the elder and hate the black crows. I understand that. I get that. I also understand that um, you do suffer from uh, mental illness because you admitted you like God hates us all. Yeah. I understand all that, you know. But I got it just to better you. Get over the fact that people love the elder, and uh, and keep drinking. All right. This concludes our our. Uh, on the psych couch with Dr. Fuckset. All right. Don't you worry. Next time you put up a Kiss album, I'm going to have a new comment. And if it has anything to do with the Elder, you're out of there. Okay. You will be You will be deleted. Fuck, I'm totally deleted. <laughs> yeah. I will delete you, dude. No more bashing the Elder. You, you've used that card out so bad that I will no longer accept Hey, it. it's not my fault Kiss has so many goddamn albums. Stop posting. <laughs> no, no, hey, man, it's my my wall, man. Okay, all right. You have your little rock and metal combat where people put up fucking videos of Donny Iris and shit like that. So, you know, hey, you have your little niche over there. Let me mind my, my little kiss nerd niche. You know, we all love the other over there. You know, we're, we're kind of sick of you. No, that's just you. <laughs> no, it's not me. There's other people complaining, too, like, God damn, Ian. Shut up already with your Who, Who's radio. that? Give me, give me names. Give me names. Uh, Catalan Childers, for one. I, I saw her, like, say something, a couple things, like, God, you're ridiculous, Ian. Um, oh, oh, and most important, me. All right, so you and Justin Childers. Okay. Sorry, hey, man. That's, that's a whole, we're both chubby guys, man. We, we, we make up for two people. We're, we're like six. Uh, oh fuck you! Yeah. From the other so, so, rules, bro. So do hey, it. come on, dude. Look, look. Let's let's cut it down here for a second. You like fucking winger, dude. Uh no 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 no, no. yes yes you do. No 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 no. I love winger. Okay, you love winger. Yes. You love 
uh, what, what, come on, uh, Bang Tango. Uh, right? I, I, I like one song. I don't know enough of Bang Tango, but I really like that someone like you song. You like, uh, you just like a bunch of garbage, dude. You are not allowed to express your opinions if you are a cock rock fan. What? I love cock rock. Yeah, yeah. Therefore, your opinion on the elder is mute. Let me, honestly, though, honestly, let's hash this out here. If, if, uh, okay, if, uh, Elder was a Grim Reaper album, would you love it as much? Of course I would. If it's the same damn songs, I would. Okay. You know, look, and that's another thing that you said, oh, people, people love this, uh, because it's Kiss. But you said it in a thread about Carnival of Souls where a bunch of Kiss nerds hate that album. So why do they hate that album since it is a Kiss album? And it, it, it pretty much is like Elder Part 2. Because it's a non-makeup album. It's an Elder Part 2 thing. Now, don't give me that non-makeup shit. Because you know how much everybody loves Revenge. Okay? Uh, what if, oh, what? Speechless, huh? No, no, no. No! Jesus Christ, you wouldn't let me come up. All right, go ahead. What if I start bashing Revenge? Would you get mad? I hate revenge. Yeah, okay, I get it. I get it now. I get it now. I don't. I don't like revenge. It's because you know? I, oh, I disagree with you. No, I just. Don't oh, wait, 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 wait. it's because I disagree Look, with you. When people say they love revenge, when people say they hate Elder, I don't really get. I don't really care. But you do it to the point where it's like, yeah, yeah I don't like the Elder, and I know you guys do, and you guys only like the Elder because it's a kiss album. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up already. We already did a music for the Elder episode. You spoke your goddamn opinion, but yet I guess it didn't sink through the people you wanted to sink through. So you keep ba- crying like a fucking baby on your crib going, meh, meh, like Mr. Blackwell or something. What's wrong with you? Mr. Blackwell is rotten in hell. Before you get into any new other new albums, I want—I I have a little rant of a new an album that came out that I'm really disturbed by, which I finally got around to listening to. All right. I really hate the Purple album. Yeah. I hate it. I think it sucks. It's like listening to David Coverdale butcher his old Deep Purple song. Uh-huh. I don't like the man. The way he sings "Burn." Is that Glenn Hughes, by the way? No, he's not on it at all. That guy sounds like Glenn Hughes, whoever does that part. I don't, I don't believe Glenn Hughes is on it at all. I like that part, but man, I think David Coverdale sounds like shit. And I think he destroys every single song on there. There's no song on the Purple Album that's better than the original. I think it's really bad and it's sad. It's, it, it's not great, but I will say this, it's better than the Elder. But, uh, see what I'm I did? I'm deleting you from this show. <laughs> but no, I, I don't think, I don't think, uh... People should tamper with their albums, and I didn't get to hear it in its, enti- in its entirety, but I did hear a little bit. But uh, uh, Cheap Trick recorded in color, which uh, oh, I didn't. Li- I have it. I have. Yeah, it. you tell me you don't, I don't like. It. I don't like it at all. Uh, I hate that Steve Albini guy. He sucks. Uh, I, I I like some albums that he's done, but what, what's he done? Uh, he's done uh, like uh, Nirvana. That's horrible. In utero. Uh, yes, see, I, I love In Utero. In Utero is a horrible sound. And you, you're the one that's a stickler for the way albums sound. In Utero sounds like shit. I don't know, I'll dig it. I'll dig it. You're, you're, man, you know. And I'm not, I'm not the world's hugest Nirvana fan, but I dig In Utero. That's, that's, you're not the world's hugest music fan either. Yeah, no, fuck music. 
That's what I thought. <laughs> but uh, Jesus Christ, you live in a place where Rush has to play a place called Smoothie King. <laughs> yeah, but it's our drive-through. It's our drive-through liquor store. <laughs> That's a. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ. But uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. Purple, uh, purple ain't all that. Uh, yeah, no, it's a horrible, horrible. Is there any more new albums coming out? Uh, well, yeah, there's some, there's some uh, movies and new music. Well, movies and some old music coming out. Uh, in July, I believe July 24th, the Death Angel documentary is coming out. It's about fucking time. The, the man. Thrashumentary. That yeah. was that was in the making for like five years already. Well, you know, probably they, they need to get some funding going, but I'm excited to see it. Death Angel is a great band. Uh, did, did an awesome uh, ID for our show. Oh, yeah. Their new albums are fucking incredible. I opened for them twice. Really good, yeah. Uh, so I'm very excited to see that. They're a band with some, with, you know, some great history, too. An amazing story and a sad story. You know, you know. Uh, some listeners may or may not know they were originally supposed to open up the uh, the Thrash of the Titans tour instead of uh, Alice in Chains, but they had a horrible bus accident. And, you know, there's all kinds of shit that happened uh, behind the scenes, and you know what, uh, you know Kirk Hammond and Cliff Burton, you know, were very big fans of the band and instrumental in their early career, and how young they were when they started. So I have no doubt this is going to be an amazing uh, documentary. That I'm excited to see. Uh, it was also announced that the last batch of the Led Zeppelin albums are coming out. And that is Presence, the horrible In Through the Outdoor, and Coda. Uh, with Coda being the most amazing one. Th- this one actually has two extra discs of bonus material. Uh, and uh, Presence and In Through the Outdoor basically kind of have... Uh, you know, what some of the, the other ones had, you know, just like a rough mix of this, a rough mix of that. They're really not, you know, nothing new here, groundbreaking. But Jimmy Page said a long time ago that, you know, Led Zeppelin pretty much released what they had. You know, they weren't... A, you know, they, let, me, let me tell you something funny that you may not know about Led Zeppelin, or you may know. Um, when Twisted Sister was recording the album we're going to review today, uh, they did it where Led Zeppelin recorded albums. And Dee Snyder said that all the Led Zeppelin masters were in this closet that didn't have a lock on it. Wow. And they, yeah, they walked in and it was all in there. I had no idea. That's Yeah, yeah. So it was like, they didn't really take care of their stuff. So who knows? Maybe somebody snagged some of that shit. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe Dee Snyder did. Who knows? Oh, that would be hot. But yeah, like a lot of real, the real stuff, uh, Dee Snyder said that, yeah, it, it was just out there. Like, you know, like. All this history is just right there for anybody just to walk in and take it. It wasn't locked, guarded, or nothing. Ooh, interesting. So maybe maybe that's why there's not a lot of uh, uh Well, well no, like no, he just made it sound like they they weren't the kind of band that wrote 17 songs, you know, and, and narrowed it down to nine. He's like, they just wrote like bare minimum and perfected it, and, that, and that's what there was, you know. He's been saying this for years, that there's not, you know, there's no... You know, vault of unreal. Yeah, you know, when it comes to people that uh, 40 years ago did heroin, yeah, they have great memories. Yeah. Anyway, I love Jimmy Page. Fuck Robert Plant. Uh, so, but anyway, Led Zeppelin remasters are coming out. Uh, one thing that is of note, uh, they are doing the original packaging 
for in through the outdoor where they put it in like the paper bag so people don't okay. know you're buying in through the fucking outdoor uh which is great uh, I, I can't even believe they they, they they even have a fucking like demo version of hot dog like really do you really oh that's cool i like yeah that. yeah i want to delete you from this <laughs> from my page because i don't like that you like hot dog <laughs> Respect your elders. Uh, oh, 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 God, that was terrible. That was terrible. <laughs> anyway, uh, and lastly, this was something that pertains... Well, lastly for you, I got something to say after your last... Oh, uh, God, I bet you do. Uh, this pertains to this episode. The Twisted Sister uh, movie, documentary, We Are Twisted Fucking Sister... It is finally going to come out this August. And, uh, Yay. Yeah, I'm excited to see this. The only thing that, that sucks about this, and, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be great, but it only covers, supposedly, the Twisted Sister Club years. Like, there's no... Yes, I, I, I actually knew this. Yeah. I knew this all along. It covers all the way up to when they're about to leave for <laughs> to do, uh To do Under the Blade? Yeah. Which, uh, which... This is something I highly recommend. You can actually buy off the Amazon link the very last show they did, which was Pro Shot at a, uh, a New York like theater. Uh, I forgot where it was, like somewhere, but it's such a great, great show. It's actually two DVDs, and I highly recommend that. That's the show they did right before they went to England to do Under the Blade. Now. When they did this show, they even said during the show, that's it, we're going to make a record, and that's it. No more club shows for us, because they honestly believed they were going to blow up and become huge, which didn't happen for like two more years after that. But it's a very entertaining show. I highly recommend it, man. Uh, Twisted Sister, just look it up. I know they have a couple DVDs out there, but this one has... Uh, it's a, it's, it, it contains a New York show, which is badass. You know what's funny is twice I've won prizes off of Eddie Trunk's radio show, and both of them were Twisted Sister. <laughs> really? Yeah, I won the uh, that two disc edition of Stay Hungry. I won uh, on the Eddie Trunk oh, show, cool. and uh, yeah, there was some good shit on that. And uh, I also won the uh, one of their DVDs. I think it was the Live in Astoria or something like that. That's the show. That's the show. Oh yeah, or, or the one I've got. It's got two. It's it's got two. Um, Twisted Sister concerts. I, I, I think that, that's the yeah, one. Yeah, it's got the yeah, yeah, the club show and then something from the Stay Hungry tour or some shit like that. No, no, or, I uh, think it's a it's a oh, no, yeah, show. a newer one. Yeah, the last one, the newer. Yeah, I won that off the Eddie Trunk show. Yeah, I highly yeah. recommend that. That's the one. Yeah. If you're gonna buy any one of them, they're all great. The Wacken one's great. Yeah, but uh, that one. And, uh, and unfortunately, the Eddie Trunk show is no longer live, and you can't win shit. So now you have to, you are forced to go on our Amazon link. And, and buy this shit, you know. Hey, don't get mad at me. It's Eddie Trunk, not me. But, well, uh, anyway, okay, well, I got something to say. All right. Um, as everybody knows, or well, anybody that listens to our show, Armored Saints got a new album out. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, win hands down, and uh, I understand I'm going to buy this because my, my uh, record slash drug dealer, because, you know, I don't take drugs, but vinyl is my drug. Yeah. So he, he supplies me, and he showed me that they are releasing it at a double vinyl that's made out of silver or chrome or whatever. I'm buying that. And they're also releasing it separately on a DVD 
and a CD package. Did Did you listen to this yet? Didn't Mr. X send that to you? Nah, I haven't gotten around to it because I've been very oh, okay. Busy. Um, but uh, I will get around to buying it. I I, I got I'm a completist, so I already ordered the vinyl, and it's also a CD slash DVD separate, uh, and I ordered them both. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to get them, man. And uh, you know, I've only heard two songs. I like both songs. I do have the whole thing because Mr. X did send it to me. But just to let you kids know out there, I do not take stuff for free. I don't mind that people take stuff for free from me. Like if somebody wants to download Thrasher Die, go ahead. Keep it for free. You're going to miss out on the killer 16-page booklet and shit and the lyrics and all that. But that's fine. But the only thing I ask, man, if you're going to rip off my music, man, dude, I'd be really offended if you don't spread it around. Because if you're going to rob my shit, please send it to 100 other people. Spread the word. That way I can become big and famous and leave this fucking dog and pony podcast oh man god i'm kidding man i love you bro i wouldn't leave i'm famous enough i would have left your ass a long time ago bro i know but you're still gonna delete me next week if you're almost human yeah but that's 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 the pain okay yeah you know i'm gonna delete you because you're not gonna be able to control yourself i'm an asshole i can't help myself no you're an insecure elder hater Oh, oh yeah that's that's the stone cold fact. Why? Cause I said so. Oh God! How about, how about instead of hating the elder, <laughs> I just post a bunch of God hates us all videos on the almost human page. <laughs> that'll get you quick. That'll get you deleted quick. Oh man! Actually. You, I swear, man. You you have to constantly. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't like shit you don't like, but I don't constantly bombard you. I you know, know I put one comment. That's not bombardment. Every fucking time. I'm sorry, but they're all, all those albums no, no, that you yeah, put up are better look, than look, the other. Look, when you say when you say I'm sorry, you should stop right there and say nothing else after that. Oh, I guess I'm not sorry then. Shit, fuck. Ah, uh, you ruined it. Well, anyway, let's go into the the podcast of the of the moment. <laughs> oh God. Oh yes. All right, let's get into the review this week. Uh, this week we're reviewing the second. Twisted Sister album, the first one I ever bought, because uh, I saw the the video for You Can't Stop Rock and Roll, the title track on MTV. Actually, what I saw was a commercial. MTV had a commercial that they showed a little snippet of this song, then I finally saw the video, and I was like, man, I gotta buy this Twisted Sister band. This shit sounds great. That's how I discovered it. Then uh, Stay Hungry came out soon after. Heard Under the Blade at a party, a guy had it on cassette. And uh, right there, to me, I was a full-blown, to this day, an SMF for life. Yes. I, uh, I could get more into it, but I figure we'll do it during the songs. Tell you about my love for Twisted Sister. Man, Summer 84, I wasn't even quite into metal yet. But even I had uh, Pyromania, Stay Hungry, uh, Shout at the Devil. I mean, all kids had that. Uh, probably the first time I heard this though, I not MTV, but Night Flight. Night Flight was a show on TBS for people who don't know. I love TBS, that show. Yeah, TBS used to have this show on Friday and Saturday nights called Night Flight. It was the USA Network or USA. Yeah, I'm sorry, USA. But uh, but yeah, that was a big deal back then because where I lived, we didn't even get MTV until '84. 
you know. But uh, but it was it was right around this time, you know. But everybody had TBS or USA, whatever the fuck it was. But uh, yeah, I saw this, and I uh, I loved it. But I was all about stay hungry. Um, I think I picked up this on cassette at like a used record store, and it didn't really bite me at first. I was like, ah, it's not it's not stay hungry, and just kind of put it down. Uh, when I switched my collection over to uh, to CD, of course I rebought Stay Hungry and Come Out and Play, and even Love Is for Suckers. But I didn't get You Can't Kill Rock and Roll. I did have the big hits and nasty cuts, and uh, I don't know. I just as much as I love Twisted Sister, I just never felt the need to go back. And even though I had them on cassette, both this and Under the Blade, I was just like, eh, I didn't like them as much as the other ones. But uh, maybe my opinion's changed. Maybe it hasn't. But let's get into this motherfucker. Ralph, you take the first track off this album. The Kids Are Back. The Kids Are Back. What a great, great song. Great, great anthem. That's what they were like so really good at is anthems. And this song is uh, pretty much a call to arms for rock and roll fans. And, uh, you know, the kids are back. Oh, watch out with the... I don't know, you know, the, the, the interesting thing about Twisted Sister, the, 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 those albums, was Dee Snyder wrote everything. The music, the lyrics, everything. Okay, sorry to cut you off here. This is something I was going to bring up, but this kind of bothers me. I don't like when you see writing credits like that, where it's just Dee Snyder. It's like, did he t- tell A.J. Pirro what to play on drums? Did he play, you know, the bass line for Mark the Animal? Did he tell, uh, you know, Eddie Fingers and J.J. what to play? That kind of bothers me. As, as a singer, unless... I don't know how he is on guitar, you know. But how, how did he write these songs all by himself? Because I've never seen him play guitar. I'm very interested. I'm not saying he did it, but it makes me think. Do you know something I don't? No, I sure don't. All I know is that, you know, he wrote everything. And, like, um, I, I could be wrong... But I own those CDs. Um, what was the CDs called? The basement tapes or whatever? Those early recordings? Oh, Club club Days. Club Days. I own them yeah. both. And a lot of those early songs are pretty bad. And I'm thinking, well, maybe that's J.J. French songwriting and stuff like that. And maybe that's why, you know, Dee Snyder took over. I don't know. But uh, there's a lot of songs on those Club Days that I just, they do absolutely nothing for me. I, I tell you what, though, my, my favorite Twist Sister song of all time is, is on the second one. Is it a rock and roll savior? No. A song called, what? It's a song called Ladies Boy. See, I didn't like that one. I love that song. I didn't I like I didn't, love I, that song. And that one sounds like it could have been written by JJ, was it? I, I, no, I have no idea. I have no idea. I, I have a download of it. I don't have the, the physical copy, so I, I don't know the writing credits. Well, there's but a song. There's a song called "Rock and Roll Savior" that rules. You should listen to that one, where it's a a song about killing disco. It's pretty damn cool. Nice. Nice. Anyway, um, so yeah, g- going back to the kids are back. Um, you know, actually, remember Nickelodeon? Is that still yes. around? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yes, it is. Well, back then, Nickelodeon had a show called Livewire. And Twisted Sister was on it, and they did Kids Are Back. You really? Know, you know who was also on that show, and I have it on video, and you can see it on YouTube. It's mind-blowing. Manowar. 
during the what? Lo- during the loincloth days, they were on Nickelodeon. I'm what? Sh- I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. See, the other thing I remember from Nickelodeon when I was a kid was this show called You Can't Do That on Television. Yeah, yeah, where they would dump stuff on kids. Yeah, yeah, which is the thing that, that's held over to this day. And I think it was like a Canadian show or whatever. Well, the, but, the, uh, the, the Livewire show, there's a little interview they have with uh, with uh, Twisted Sister. And, you know, Dee Snyder's talking for the band. The band's all sit, sitting behind him. And he's like, oh, yeah, and here, you know, he's introducing the band. Here's J.J. French, who Ace Freely replaced in Kiss. He was in Wicked, Wicked Lesson, which turned out to be bullshit. Right, but uh sounds good, though. Back yeah. then, it probably yeah, did. Yeah. But either way, I mean, this is uh, a great, great song. Great, you know, it, it's, it's, I don't know. It's a song that they would always play second live, I've noticed. They'd open up with something and then go right into Kids Are Back. I love it. What do you think of this song? Uh, this is one that definitely grew on me. At first, I was like, eh. But, man, uh, you know, listen to this album for the reviews. Probably the first time I've listened to this album in its entirety. Since the fucking 80s. Since the mid-fucking 80s. And, man, was I pleasantly surprised. This is a great, great rock. I love the solo on this. I don't know who does it. I don't know if it's JJ or, or it Eddie. Sounds like, it sounds like Eddie to me. See, I'm real bad with that. Like, in dual guitar bands. Right. Like, picking out... Like, I don't... I used to love that Judas Priest would tell you. Yeah. And then in the liner notes, if it was KK or Clint. <laughs> Because a lot of times I can't tell. But uh, I, I love the solo on this. It is a good... Uh, it's just a good Twisted Sister song. You know? I, I, I fucking love it now. It's a and classic, man. It's, it's, it's a staple. You know, it, they're it gonna play Every time they play live, this is a song that's in the set list. Every time. You know? And this is one... I can't remember if they played it when I saw them. Like I said, unfortunately, the only time I ever saw them and probably the only time I'll ever see them was, uh, you know, the horrible Twisted Christmas thing. And I just don't like Christmas music. And I, I was mad because there was like five or six Christmas songs played when I thought there should have been deeper Twisted Sister cuts. But uh, I can't remember if they played this, but uh, man, I, if they did, I wish I remembered it because <laughs> I'd dig it. But let's go into the next one, which is an all-fucking-time favorite of mine. That is like a knife in the back. Oh yeah! Oh holy shit! Is this is this a great song? And uh, man, I was listening to it. And it just it just bleeds Twisted Sister. And I, I started thinking, um, you know, there's some similarities, you know, in their song structures with ACDC. You know, it's kind of meat and potatoes rock and roll. But as I'm listening to this, I was trying to think of something to you know say. Oh, it sounds like this, or it sounds like that. You know what it sounds like? It's Twisted Sister. And there's a lot of bands in the 80s that wrote a lot of songs that, come to think of it, they're ripping off Twisted Sister. Especially with the anthem type stuff. You know, I was listening back to our, our uh, we just did the uh, Ozzy Ultimate Sin uh, review. And, you know, we were talking about, oh, this sounds like a Twisted Sister song. And that sounds like a Twisted Sister. You know, a lot of bands were putting out shit this time that sounded like Twisted Sister. Because Twisted Sister was fucking, I mean, they were huge. They were absolutely huge. And they do have a distinct sound. That is, that is all them. And, uh, man, this is one of them. Absolutely love it. What do you think, Ralph? 
Yeah, the the, the sound, the, the the riffage, you know, the simplicity of it is like right on mark. It's you know, I mean, it doesn't sound like ACDC, but it's the same concept. But for me, I mean, the music is like top for me, top notch, simplistic rock and roll, kick ass. I have no complaints when it comes to the music because that riff and that drumming, you know, that da, 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 that that powerful drumming of AJ and. Uh, but to me, what sells this song, man, is those damn lyrics, man. Just lie on this rack. Are you starting to crack? I need this like a knife in the back, you know? Uh, hey, my man, can you feel? Can you stand? That's okay. Really sad. Do you want some more? Like to help if I could, but I don't think I should. I don't care. Shall I pour? I love that, you know? It's like, it's so... And, and dude, when I bought this album, this was the song. You know, in retrospect, now I have to say this song is tied for my favorite song on the album. But back then, this was by far my favorite track off the album. But I have to disagree now. I think it's tied with another track. But I love Knife in the Back. What a great, great song. I remember when I saw the Stay Hungry tour, uh, I was all the way up front. Which I got to give a funny story what happened that night. Which has nothing to do with the song, but... I was up front going nuts during this song. And D, like, noticed me. And I, I'll never forget, like, him uh, putting his hand on my shoulder while singing it. Because I was that close to the stage. But, um... Well, well I'll, I'll tell you later. Because Ian went to go piss, I guess. So I'll get uh, Knife in the Back. Tied for my favorite song. So the next song is a ride to live, live to ride. I've always been kind of like, eh, about this song. I mean, it's a cool song. It's straightforward rock and roll. And it's like, you know, it, 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 it's kind of like, you know, Heartbreaker and Live and Love and Made Led Zeppelin. It's like one song goes into the other so quick. And that's how I see this, this song. But Ride to Live, Live to Ride is, um, you know, it's a song that really doesn't do much for me. And, and I don't know why that is because it has great elements of, of a good rock song but it would probably be my least favorite on the album uh, Live to Ride Ride to Live uh, Ian, what do you think of this song now that you're back? Uh, I used to think of it like that and now I love it I absolutely love, there's, there's two other songs on this album that I, I think are worse than this not that I think this is horrible I mean I actually really enjoyed this uh, you know it's a motorcycle fucking anthem uh, you know D rides bikes there's a lot of like Twisted Sister related uh, like bike rides for charity and stuff like that and uh, you know they always spoke to the bikers the bikers that like to dress like women I guess but uh, I, I think it's a great track I mean it's Twisted Sister through and through but then it leads into another fucking total fucking D. Snyder anthem and that's I Am I'm Me and this is one man this took some time to grow on but now I, now I love it and uh man it's just it just drips a fucking D in his lyrics and you know in his delivery this actually went to number 19 in the UK on the charts. Uh, it was a hit for them. It didn't do fucking jack shit over there. I mean, over here. But over there, uh, they were picking up on this. And I think it's an odd one for a single. But uh, but over there in 1983, they were loving it. What do you think of it? 
Well, I disagree. I think this is a, a, a blatant single. It's catchy and, you know, I don't know. It seems like the most commercial tune on the album. Um, this song is life-changing when it comes to me. It changed my life. It actually gave me the courage to get the fuck out of my parents' house. This and a couple other songs. Like Fight the Good Fight from Triumph. And um, I know there's a couple other ones that just can't. A rock and Roll Rebel, believe it or not. I don't know why, but Rock and Roll Rebel is... <laughs> it did. It was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm a rock and roll rebel. Fuck you. I'm out of here. Those three songs. No, there's a couple other ones. Running Free was another one. Uh, Iron Maiden, Running Free inspired me. But this one, I think, inspired me more than all the others lyric wise. Because at the, at that time when this album came out, I was still living with my parents. I had the long hair. I wasn't really, you know, I mean, I just was a bad kid, and my parents, well, mainly my dad, came down on me a lot, you know, and it's kind of like, he wasn't, you know, my, my parents, I was lucky as far as my parents didn't really care about the music I listened to, because they didn't get it, because they're, you know, from Cuba, so they don't really know the whole rock and roll stuff, so I didn't have to worry, but, you know, my dad wouldn't let me bring a girl into the house, I mean, I couldn't bang a girl in my house. You know, it, he's a very conservative man. I love the hell out of my parents. I just hated living with them. That this song was, you know, telling me, dude, you're somebody and you can be whoever the fuck you want to be. And yeah, there's people looking down on you. And this song is kind of like saying, I'm going to prove you wrong. And I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you that I am not what you think I am. And I did it. it took me 30 years, but I did it. <laughs> I moved out of my parents' house. I suffered for decades till I got a, a cushy city job. Now my dad's proud of me. But yeah, it took me decades to do it. But you know what? Perseverance and that attitude. If you listen to I Am On Me, that attitude, if you install that into your beliefs, there's nothing you can't do, man. You could go out there and like, man, you know, I, I know so many guys that are intimidated by chicks. They're like, I don't, I don't really want a girl, but I, you know, I don't know how to talk to girls. Dude, we embrace rejection. That's what I am on me is about. It's like, dude, whatever happens, keep going, keep going. Let me tell you something. If you hit on 10 hot chicks, one out of 10 is going to like you because even if they don't find you attractive, they'll be like, boy, this guy's got balls to hit on me. Therefore, I'm turned on by this jackass. And I've gotten laid by some hot ass chicks, let me tell you. Having that attitude. Thank you, D. Snyder. Thank you. I am on me. Whoa. What's the next tune? On Power and Glory, is that, is that one? Yes. All right, Power and the Glory. You take it. You take this one. All right. Uh, and hey, that was a great story. Man, and and uh, I know your dad. He's a good dude. He's tough. No, hey, hey, hey. My, dad, my mom's one thing, not my dad, bro. No, your dad's a good dude. Your dad's a good dude. <laughs> no, he's not. He married that stupid whore. Oh, your mom, on the other <laughs> hand. Oh, she's a hand. Yeah. I know why your dad was so upset. Nah, uh, nah. <laughs> but uh, but no, no, no. You hit a you a lot of good points on the on that song. And I'll tell you what, we do have a lot of young listeners. And I think you said something very important. You can do anything you want in this fucking world if you want it bad enough. But there is some rules you should abide. By. Because I honestly believe if you want to succeed in life, you have to do it on your own rules. 
You can't fuck over anybody. Don't steal what's not yours. Earn everything yourself. And believe me, you will go through some bullshit. Hard times I did for decades. But look at me now, man. I don't even want to get into how great my job is. But believe me, you. Because of this song, my life is like cushy, bro. And I have two killer bands, a killer podcast. And I don't want to get into that. <laughs> Okay, there, there are some shitty things in my life, but well, what can you do? You kind of take the good with the bad. But what what I want to say is you can achieve anything through hard work, you know, and, and yes, perseverance. Exactly. You know? Never give you know? up. Never, ever give up. And fuck anybody that tells you you can't do something. Fuck those yeah. people because they're wrong. You can do it. You know, and I'm, I'm going to give a shout out as a proud papa to my son, Tyler. Who, uh, man, man, there's a kid who, you know, did four years in the U.S. Navy, uh, has a great job right now, doing real good, but it, it's through hard work, and he's been a hard worker his whole fucking life, but he's achieved stuff. And, yeah, and, great. And, and, and any kid out there, if you want something bad enough, work for it. You can get it. You might Don't, not get yeah. it when you want it, but but you will get it. You will get it just when, when, when things fail around you. That's just that's just a test. When things fail, it's like that's going to show you how, what you're made out of. Because when you fail, you got to show what you got, and you move on from that failure. And you and you may fail a hundred times after that, but you will succeed if you do not give up. And I also want to say that Ian's son is my hero. Anybody that uh, that that is a part of the armed forces, I look up to, and I, I consider. Your son to be a hero to me because he's done something I never did. Yeah, and and it's amazing that I I I, I look at this guy that's a hero and I think of his dad as a jackass. <laughs> well, that's because my son listened to Dee Snyder a little bit more than me, but yeah. I also want to thank Dee Snyder for writing an inspirational song. But yeah. let's go into the next track. God damn it, a deep cut that's called "The Power and the Glory." Um, man, this is one I didn't even remember when I was listening back to this. I was like, man, don't remember this one bit, but what a good song. I really fucking dig this. This is something, man, if I saw them live, pull out power and glory. And I would be like me and one other dude who would probably be passed out would be totally fucking happy to hear this song. Um, it just it reeks of a deep cut, and that's what I love about it. Plus, it's a great song. What do you think, Ralph? Again, uh, with the tradition of you know uh, striving to get what you want, power and the glory has that type of vibe, like the power and the glory, and that's what you achieve is the power and the glory, man. If you you know, that's what I mean. That, that, this song is to me very. I love this song, by the way. I think it's heavy. It's killer. Uh, the, I love the beginning, the bass, and uh, then it gets all heavy and fast, and, you know, it's a long way down, face it, clown, fool, you're gonna fall, you know, but unless, you know, you, you strive for what you want, the power and the glory, and, uh, yeah, it is a deep cut, did they ever play it live, I don't know, first time I saw them was on the Stay Hungry tour, so, I, I don't have no, uh, you can't stop rock and roll, uh, shows, but I know they did. They were headlining with Queensrÿche opened up, uh, opening up where Queensrÿche only had the EP out at the time. That really? Yeah, K 
killer ass show. Ooh, have, what a yeah, what a show that would have been. I have pictures of Queens like somewhere, like a magazine, where you see the Twisted Sister logo behind them. Well, also, I don't know if it. I I think it might have been the beginning of the Stay Hungry tour. Uh, Metallica opened up for Twisted Sister. Well, I don't know if it was Stay Hungry, but uh, Metallica did open for Twisted Sister in Europe uh, back then because Twisted Sister already. Uh, Twisted Sister was already big in Europe, I think, even before Stay Hungry. I know they were big in England with I Am On Me. And right, right, right. Yeah, that went to number 19 on the charts. They definitely hit there first. I believe it might have been during You Can't Stop Rock and Roll and Metallica was opening for them because this was Kill Em All, the Kill Em All uh, era. So uh, that uh, Stay Hungry wasn't out yet. So it had, well, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was Ride the Lightning. I'm not sure. I, I remember a great quote about, uh, you know, that D made about watching them. And he goes, man, he goes, these guys are really hungry. He, he's like, they really believe in what they're doing. He's like, but this shit's never going to make it. It's yeah. fucking noise. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but oh, God, could you imagine seeing a hungry Twisted Sister and a hungry Metallica that at the same been, yeah. time? Right, that Holy that's a fucking headbanger's wet fucking dream right yep. there. And they were, hung- and let me tell you, stay hungry, they were hungry. When I saw that show, because that was the first, well, I did see Twisted Sister again two years ago, but, you know, in their heyday, they only, came- oh, no, no, actually, I saw them twice in their heyday, because they came back with Iron Maiden, opening for Maiden, which, believe it or not, wasn't, they weren't that good that night, because Dee Snyder got in a fight with somebody on stage, and then JJ at one point said to the crowd they weren't playing the price. And people got really mad because at the moment, the price was their single. But, um, yeah, I mean, they were okay, but Iron Maiden owned them that night. And you know how I feel about Maiden. But Twisted Sister, to me, is one of the greatest live bands I've ever seen. And when I saw them two years ago, they haven't lost a fucking inch. And I did see Dee Snyder a couple times solo. And the guy's just one of the greatest. I put him up there with David Lee Roth, man. He's one of the Incredible. Greatest, one of Incredible. the greatest front men ever. The guys just got it, man. To me, I mean, live, the three best frontmen I've ever seen live is David Lee Roth, number one, Dee Snyder, and Phil Anselmo. Those three. It's just, they just yeah. ooze. They ooze. Oh, yeah. They ooze this kind of charisma where yeah. David Lee Roth is just wacky. I'm talking about classic Dave, not anymore. But classic Dave was just, it was like, I don't know, you can't explain it in words. Dee Snyder was more like a street level, hey, motherfucker, and he talked like, you know, the people in the street. And Phil Anselmo was just up there with, just the way he stood, was like, that guy's fucking awesome, you know? Right. And, and how he would mumble through a show. And yet it was the coolest shit ever, you know? <laughs> I love it. I love Dee Snyder. I love The Power and the Glory. Great song. Now let's flip the album over to another inspirational song, which was about Twisted Sister of them saying, we're going to be on top. We are going to be the biggest band in the world one day. And for a brief moment, they were. They did make it. The only thing that in this song that didn't come to fruition was when he says, we're going to make it, we'll reach the top, we're going to make it, and then we're never going to stop. Well, after... uh, after, Leader of the pack. (laughs) After Leader of the pack, they kind of died out, and then... And then it stopped because Lovers for Suckers was a Dee Snyder solo album. And then it really stopped, you know, until, uh, I don't know, the, the late 90s. But either way, it and this is a song that I saw them play live on the Stay Hungry tour. They kept it in the set list. Great song. Another song that I love. It's 
like what you were saying before, it's kind of like in the vein of uh, Knife in the Back. It's a Twisted Sister song. This is total Twisted Sister. And the lyrics, you know, I've been fighting for so long, don't know which way up is. I've been beaten, stabbed, and burnt, you know. But, you know, this is a band that just refused to give up. That was turned down by every single record company like four or five times. But they were filling up like the Palladium in New York without a record deal. They were huge in, in, in the club circuit back then. But yet, they couldn't get arrested by a record company. But uh, look what happened. You know, Stay Hungry came out and they did reach the top. They actually were, at one time, the biggest band in America. And uh, this song was their battle cry to get there. And they achieved it, man. Because they had that fucking attitude. They went, they went on stage and they took no prisoners. Man, even today, man, which unfortunately AJ's not around, so I guess I heard they're doing a farewell tour. You have to see these guys. Yeah, yeah with, with Mike Portnoy. Yeah, which I, I'm not. I, I think they should have got a heavier hitter, you know. And right. I love I love how people are like well, Mike Portnoy, you know, he, you know, it's too simple for him to play. You know, no, I bet you anything, he's not gonna hit those drums like AJ did. Guarantee he can't hit those drums that hard. I, w- I was surprised. I thought it was going to be Joey Franco. And uh, he, he hits hard. Yo, yeah, and jo- Joey Franco played the last time I saw D uh, solo. When I saw D when he did the intro to the show you're listening to now. And it was phenomenal. But I think Portnoy is a smart choice because it's going to bring a little bit of curiosity. I, I think it's going to help sell tickets. I really do. That guy's now, a that- jack-off, by the way. Well, no, I, I, I've heard he's a total douchebag, but he is an incredible drummer. I've seen him live. The guy, the guy is amazing at drumming. I will never take that away. He is, but he, you know, but again, well, you know, whatever. You saw the winery dogs. That shit's horrible. Well, no, I, I actually enjoyed it, but you know, here Billy Sheehan comes out, Richie Cotton comes out, and this guy's too good to come out. Fuck that guy. Anyway, so uh, yeah, we're gonna. Did you talk about this song? No, no, I didn't. All right, what do you think? But, uh, all right, I fucking love this song. It is. It's Twisted Sister by The Numbers. But what I love about this song is they mean it. They mean it a thousand percent. From every lyric that D sings to every string, you know, every drum hit, you can feel it in this song that they fucking mean this shit. And, uh, and that means everything to me. You know, because it may sound simple, but the simplicity is the goal that they are trying to achieve. Like, no matter what, they are going to do it. And I, I encourage a lot of you people to out there, uh, use our Amazon link to buy D. Snyder's book, Shut Up and Give Me the Mic. And he, and he talks about this. Uh, I mean, this band, they wouldn't give up. They wouldn't give up. They were, like, like he said, uh, they could fill up fucking places in New York, but other than that, no record company wanted them. They couldn't fucking get arrested, but they refused to give up. And they just kept doing what they believed in their hearts. And you feel that in this song. And it's what I love about Twisted Sister. It's what I love about fucking metal. Because it's on the outside, but we're not going to give up. You are going to feel what we feel, and I love that shit. It is a great fucking track. Then we go into the next one, motherfucker, which is I've Had Enough. I love this fucking song. 
It's got a fun, funky kind of groove to it. And the whole time I'm listening to this, I'm just thinking about uh, probably my second favorite member after D is Mark the Animal Mendoza. And uh, I'd like to have a beer with Mark the Animal. Or maybe I wouldn't. I don't know. But there's just something about this dude. Uh, I kind of get the feeling like he was never comfortable with the makeup. Because, like, any chance he can get, uh, (laughs) you know, like... Like, uh, come out and play when they do the, the half and half pictures. You know, he's got a beard in the other half. And since they've got back together, he won't do the makeup. He was, like, the only guy who wouldn't do the makeup. Uh, and I and I don't get it. It's like, fuck it, dude. You're a Twisted Sister. Dress up like a goddamn woman. <laughs> you know? But I love his bass playing. Like, it's very underrated. Go back and listen to Twisted Sister. There's some goddamn good bass playing on that. But here's one thing I'd like to shout out to Mark the Animal Mendoza if he's listening to this, which I hope he does, because I'm going to send this shit to D. Uh, and I hope he plays it for the whole band. But Mark the Animal Mendoza, you're a little bit big. And goddamn it, look what happened to AJ Pirro. So get in shape, get in the goddamn gym, take care of yourself, because I'd love to hear you playing bass for a long goddamn time. You're a badass motherfucker, but dress like a woman. That's my thing. What do you got, Ralph? Well, that's all you have to say about that song. Yeah. Okay, that's good enough. Uh, I wanted to. I, I got a funny story about the song. I know it sounds like I dwell a lot on this ex-girlfriend of mine. Oh God. Yeah, it's been five <laughs> years. He's oh, been... hold, hold on, hold on. This isn't the fucking uh, Chinese democracy girl, is it? Yes, it is. Oh shit. This is back in 2011 when I broke up, and I. But you see, the thing is, I am over, don't get me wrong, but this song, it was, dude, it's like, did D date this chick? Because I, <laughs> I swear to God, this whole fucking song is about her. You want to <laughs> run around all night? Check. You have your way or you'll scream and fight? Check. You want to live but don't want to give? Check. How much do you think that I could stand? Check, 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 check. I'm telling you, this song is about her to the T and what's funny was one night this is when I broke up with her already I was, I was already done with her but it wasn't that long after I finally had enough yes I like the song I had enough and I'm walking I'm walk. I do my walks at night and I was I had my iPod on shuffle and this song came on and I'm listening to these lyrics and I, I swear to you I actually stopped walking and went wow wait 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 let me rewind holy crap let me hear this song again it's every fucking thing about this girl is in this song. I mean, he nails it perfectly. Like, uh, there there are girls like this. I mean, I know girls like this that I wouldn't date. You know, you, you, everybody knows that girl that likes to go out and drink and get fucked up. You know, hey, that's my that's my lady you're talking about. Yeah, well, okay. I ain't gonna go there. But, you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about it, but uh, look, a better example. Your mom. You know, she likes oh, to go ouch, out. Ouch. <laughs> You like to go out, drink, fuck people at crack houses, you know, stuff like that. You know, that's you know, you know, it's like, you know, you don't want to date. Yeah, that's why I never asked your mom like to be my girlfriend. So you know, but but I thought thought it's because you didn't want to pay child support. No, man, dude, how can I get a girl pregnant by facials? Oh shit! I hope she ain't listening. <laughs> anyway, she a twisted sister fan. 
Anyway. I think she hates that worse than me. Okay, there you go. Well, my point is, this song is like, wow, man. After I heard this song, it's like, boy, I will kick myself in the balls. I will get somebody to kick myself in the balls with all their might if I ever even consider going back to a girl, that girl, or going out with a girl like that. You know, a girl that goes out and gets fucked up and hides it from me, doesn't answer my calls, stuff like that. I don't want to be with a girl like that. I just don't. So, this song, you know, I mean, I wish I would have heard it while I was dating her. It would have been a little more poignant, but whatever. Anyway, Ian's got a fucked up bladder. He just went to the bathroom again. So, uh, I'll just bab, bab about the next song. Let me see, I actually have the CD here. I usually don't have my CD handy. So the next song is, uh, uh, oh, I'll Take You Alive. I'll Take You Alive. I love this song, man. This is one of the heavier tunes, the fast songs. Um, it's kind of like the opposite of the last song. It's kind of like, girl, I like you and I'm going to take you alive. I'm, I'm coming after you and there ain't nothing you can do. It's almost a, a soccerish type song. Heavy, fast, traditional metal you know, pull the trigger, set the wire, da 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 da. You know, can't remember the lyrics now, but I'll Take You Alive fucking rules. This is a song I didn't see him play live. I wish I did. Uh, one of my favorites is Fast and Furious. I'll Take You Alive rules. Uh, what do you think, Piss Boy? Uh, I'll Take You Alive. Uh, mm, I don't know. Uh, excuse me. Uh, I'd like it. But it's tied with uh, another song is my least favorite. I think it's filler. It's not horrible, but it's definitely filler. Did you say you didn't hear him play it live? No, I've never seen him do this live, no. Yeah, because it's fucking filler. No, it's a great uh, song. It's one of my favorites, actually. All right, well, hey, you know, God bless, you know. Uh, just doesn't do a lot for me. But let's go into the song that that it's tied with. And that is uh, You Are Not Alone, uh, Suzette's song. Man, I really, really used to hate this song. And I like it a little bit better now, but it's still tied for my least favorite song, you know, with with the last one. Um, I appreciate it more now because I know the story of D and Suzette and it's it's a great amazing story they've been together for fucking years it's kind of Ted Nugent-esque because I think he started fucking her when she was like four but uh you hey, know well, she... hey, hey you were saying earlier I hope D Snyder hears this show oh yeah <laughs> I know well I hope he gets the joke too by the way it's Ian that's saying that D yeah yeah that was me uh but no yeah no okay I'm sorry she was like five and D started fucking her uh but it, it, it's a great romantic story where she did all the costumes for the band, really stuck by them, and uh, they've been together for years. And she stuck with them, like, after, you know, Twisted Sister was done. Dee was on a bicycle, like, passing out flyers in the fucking rain doing shit like that, and his wife was doing, like, makeup for chicks getting married and stuff. And they went, you know, they went from like nothing to everything to nothing again and have stayed together and have raised like fucking, I think they got like four or five kids and now they got grandkids. Plus she's hot as fuck. She's a, she's a real hot piece of ass. But, uh, 
So the sentiment now, I get the song itself. I'm like, Bleh. but uh, I think it's great that he wrote a song for her. I just wish he wrote a better song. But uh, but I, I I totally get it and I love it and it is a great love story. Check out D. Snyder's "Shut Up and Hand Me the Mic" available on our uh, use our Amazon link. What do you think of this song, Ralph? Yeah, and by the way, yeah, yeah I love that book. There's a, I won't give it away, but there's a good little feud with Crocus uh, having to do with Suzette uh, in that book. Uh, yes, I remember that. I remember yeah, that. so if you want to know, uh, go through our Amazon link and buy that book. It's really cheap, by the way. I got it for like three bucks or something on Amazon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you can get like, you know, nowadays you can get the digital version where it goes right to your smartphone. You know, what whatever. is that? What you can read it on your smartphone? Is that what it is? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I, 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 I wouldn't like that. No, no. That's that's how I bought it. I bought the digital version of this. Yeah, how do you it, read a book on a smartphone? Uh, I read half of it on my laptop. I read half oh, of it. Oh, okay. You don't do it on well, your phone. Well, no, no, no. Well, I have a large smartphone. I have a Note Four, which oh, is a large at, phone. Look at you, Mister Fancy Schmancy. Well, no, but I'm, I'm. Well, I need it because I'm old and my eyes can't see that well. Yeah, so you I need do a need a phone. smartphone because you're dumb as fuck. True. <laughs> oh god. Zinger, uh, zinger number three this this week. Be here all week. Try the liver. Try, yeah, try the liver. <laughs> Is that what you said? Try yeah. the liver. No. <laughs> yeah, the veal's gone. We can't yeah. afford the veal. Anyway, uh, uh, I, well, I, I gotta say, okay, that, that's a plug for Dee's book. I uh, hope you're listening, Dee. I love that book. Uh, actually, he had a book back in the 80s, too, that's out of print. That changed. Yes, his... he did. I never yes, read did. it, but this girl I know, it changed her life for the better. Um, and she can make what, me... she... No, she... she kill herself? No, she's, she's <laughs> still alive. I still speak with her. And most importantly, she can give a blow... She can give. She can make you come to a blowjob. Nice. Thank you, Dee. <laughs> wasn't it like, like Dee's Guide to Surviving That's what it was. That's exactly like that? what it was. And I think she still has that book. I should get it off her. I never read it. I gotta ask her. I remember she just she loves Dee Snyder so much that when he came to to tour, she doesn't go to shows. She says, "Look, there's only two people I'll go see live: Twisted Sister Dee Snyder or Ronnie James Dio." So now only she sees Dee Snyder. I took her to see Dio a couple times, and uh, she loves Dio and Dee Snyder. That's it as far as rock goes. She's into more. You know, she's into garbage, you know, like, you know, whatever's popular, Beyonce and shit like that. But those two people, she idolizes. And she can make you come to a blowjob. Very impressive chick. Awesome. And I'm still friends with her. Anyway, so, um... I love your mother. Uh, uh, now I'm going to talk about the song. I've always loved this song. I think it's a great, beautiful ballad. It's the power ballad, before there were power ballads. And, uh... You can tell the sentiment in his lyrics and his delivery and everything because this is a guy that, you know, I love you, Dee, but you look like Frankenstein, okay? And this, she's beautiful. She is so gorgeous, that boy. And, and, and I don't consider myself a good-looking guy. That if I would end up with a girl like that, I'd be, I'd write a whole album worth of songs like this. <laughs> my, my whole my album would be, be called Pussy Whipped, you know? And, uh, and, and, and the album cover will be like, you know, me on my knees in front of the bitch. Well, not, no, I didn't mean to say bitch. I was referring to my ex-girlfriend that was beautiful. I like her. Suzette is not a bitch. Like, like Ian was saying, man, 
I mean, I didn't say she's a bitch. That bitch is hot as fuck, though. Did I say bitch? No, I don't know if you did or not. But I but, don't know, but she's hot. She's and, hot. And, and, you know, on top of being hot, she stood by this guy, even at his worst, lowest times. Yes. And she, then that is that is a true woman. Yeah. That, 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 that is a true woman that will stick by you when you don't have shit. It's which, very... Which, I, I, had, I had a hot-ass girlfriend. I had a hot-ass girlfriend. That was a fucking hell of a fuck, too. Boy, she loved me when I was on top, but man, when shit went south for a while, pew, she was gone. Yep, and now she's I, banging uh, me because of the Rock and Metal Combat podcast. That, that, that's right, because you're on top. <laughs> I'm on top. I get top billing on this. But yeah, but uh, but a but a real woman will stick by you through thick and thin, which, and that's what she did. Which goes to show, Suzette Snyder is. As gorgeous on the inside as the outside. And Dee Snyder's a lucky guy. And he met her when she was 15, I believe. That's what it says in the book. Maybe. Really? I thought it was five. No, it was 15. I have to check my notes. And I think he was like 20 or something like that at the time. No, 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 no. no. Okay, oh, he was five. Or no, she was five. He was 45. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sounds like me. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, with my current situation, but I ain't gonna go into that. Somebody's going blind. (laughs) But I love, love, love Suzette's song. It's a great song. I don't know if they've ever played this one live. I think they they wouldn't. It wouldn't appeal to the the headbangers, the rivet. It ain't ain't the price. I appreciate the sentiment, but it ain't the price. And this song is not one that you have to play it loud, mother. But it's still a great fucking song. But... The next one is tied for my favorite song. Maybe even a little... You know what? I will have to say it's the best. It was even better than Knife in the Back. It's the title track. Ooh. Yes. You know, it is my all-time favorite Twisted Sister song. And Dee's as well. Did you know that? Dee has said that. You Can't Stop Rock and Roll is his favorite song. And I have to agree with Dee's who? Dee's nuts. Dee's nuts. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, if you that shit never gets old. Yeah, but dude, if you hang out with me for like two weeks, you'll never want to hear it again because I'm obsessed with getting people with these nuts. We should, you know, got him. Like, like I, okay, I'm gonna all you people listening, get your friends with this. You tell your friends, hey, dude, guess what CD I got? No, what, what CD did you get? CDs nuts. Or, or you can say, hey, you like Wendy's? And they go, yeah. Or they, even if they say no, you go, well, you're going to love Wendy's nuts. Roll across <laughs> your face. Got him! Or, hey, you like dragons? Well, I don't know. Because uh, oh, you're going to love when I'm dragging these nuts on your face. <laughs> I could go on and on. Oh, uh, you know Heidi? Who's Heidi? <laughs> I'm going to hide these nuts in your mouth. <laughs> I got a lot of them. And, and let me tell you something. Okay, I'm going to get off subject. but this, this, is, this, this is exactly why we have a lot of 14-year-old listeners. This, and I'm going to tell you, all you 14-year-olds and, hey, 50-year-olds too. It works for us too. Let me tell you something. This is something that Ian's not even aware of. But I'm gonna, I, want, I want to spread this out to the world so everybody, it's a Cuban. Spread what? It's a Cuban thing. It is a Cuban thing, but it is great to do. Um... It's called the whistle. And what the whistle is, is that you say something incoherent to somebody. 
and when they say what, you go, and you have to do it like you have to, you have to get your fingers together like this, and you go, you know, you have to you have to go down with with your thumb and your and your middle finger making a circle downwards. You whistle. You go, hey, baby, hey, hey, Roy, did you get the window? What? That. That and these nuts. Me and me and my guitar player, we have we have a contest now. Like who can get who the most? It's like the it's called the whistling nuts contest, where we either get you with these nuts or the whistle. And uh, my guitar player can never get me. You know why? Because every time he calls me, my phone says these nuts on it. <laughs> so I'm already prepared. So I pick up the phone and he's ready to get me. He's like, hey man, guess who I saw at the show yesterday? I go. You're kidding me, these nuts came out? <laughs> anyway, so, hey, that this was helpful information. That's why the rock and metal combat rules. Not only do we talk about a record, but we'll, go, we'll venture off to give you something that'll make your life better. And there's nothing cooler than hanging out with your friends and say, Hey, Joe, did you get with the thing? Well, what thing? Everybody, I want this to become a fad. I want everybody to get everything. I, and from now on, we're going to do this on the show. I'm going to get Ian like crazy. And let's see if he can get me like crazy on the Whistling Nuts contest. And let me tell you something. I'm damn good at it, all right? And speaking of damn good, going back to this song, man, the lyrics like a juggernaut. It's a juggernaut with steam at full, never to be caught. Again, with cosmic power. Rock will never die. You know, you just go on. And I love, love, love this video because it's so British. It's it weird. is. It's so fucking British. And then you have these fucking scumbags in these dirty denim vests driving around in a fucked up van. And they're just so scummy looking. And just when you think they can't get worse at the end, they show up on stage looking even more fucking hideous. As chicks with fucked up makeup and shit. God, I love Twisted Sister, man. And a lot of people, you know, they they were tainted with We're Not Gonna Take It. They became kind of like a cartoony band. But the fact of the matter is, they were kind of like a hardcore heavy metal band before that, you know. And, and they were like, 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 they toured with Metallica. And when Metallica played with them, yeah, it's both two different types of music. But they were both cutthroat, hard hitting bands and uh what a great great song my favorite twisted sister song of all time you can't stop rock and roll and you can't stop twisted sister either (laughs) uh fucking a dude fucking a right it is the greatest twisted sister song of all time uh absolutely love it twisted sister is awesome and they do get pigeonholed by being cartoony and shit like that but you know what? You never saw anybody walk away from Twist Sister show saying, eh. They all had their fucking mind blown. Because they're fucking awesome, dude. And this song is totally fucking awesome. Uh, love You Can't Stop Rock and Roll. What a great sentiment. What a great fucking song. I love this goddamn album. Man, it's, 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 it's fucking incredible. Uh, great song. They're always going to play this live. You know, I just saw J.J. Uh, French went and played this with them, uh, 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 with them, uh, with Adrenaline Mom, who uh, A.J. Pirro was playing with right right when he passed away. 
they had a show in the New York area. He got up on stage with them. They played this, and uh, man, it, it was so heartfelt. Uh, it was hard for JJ to do, as, as I could imagine. Uh, but this song needs to be played over and over. Even like Twisters says they're doing uh, a final, you know, uh, forty and fuck it tour is what they're calling it, and then they're done. But some other band needs to start playing this song live. All right, I'll it, do it. Nice, nice. Thrash or Die needs to start playing this song well, more, at every fucking show. I consider it more of a combat type music. Okay, know? okay, or a combat, whatever. Or, or with Flock of Seagulls, your other band. I, I mean, this song just needs um, to be heard. I was kicked out. They didn't really like me as a singer. Oh, uh, well, I got the haircut over. perfect, though. <laughs> but God damn it, I love this album. But hey, here's a little thing, something extra for you guys. Uh, they did do a remastered version of this, a re-release that had some bonus tracks. And let's talk about them. The first song of uh, the remastered bonus tracks is a song called One Man Woman. I love this fucking track. I think it's I think it's really good. I think this could have replaced uh, I'll Take You Alive or You're Not Alone. Just my personal taste. But uh, I like this song better. I think it's great. It's uh, got a great swing to it. What do you think, Ralph? I don't like it at all, and I understand why it was left off. It, yeah, but I can really? understand. I can understand why you like it because it does have that ladies. What is it, ladies man? Feel ladies, ladies boy. It has that ladies boy feel to it, right? I love ladies boy. I just can't get into this song. Um, by the way, excuse me, I have nuts in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I can't whistle. I got nuts in my mouth. But. No, you know, when I bought this CD, I was like, wow, bonus track, can't wait to hear it. And I was like, eh. And, and I felt the same way about the next tune, though. Four Barrel, Heart of Love. I was like, ah, I can understand why this is a filler track. It's not doing anything for me. And no, I highly disagree. They should not take out I'll Take You Alive and You're Not Alone for these two very mediocre songs, in my opinion. Well, there's three songs. No, I know. I'm just saying. Okay, I'll, I'll talk about the third one when we're done. Right. But I want to hear what you think about Four Barrel Heart of Love. Uh, Four Barrel Heart of Love is silly, but it's fun. Uh, I can see why I got left off. I can see this being a B side, uh, but I don't hate it. You know, I, you know. Do I think it should have been on the album? No, but I don't hate it. But let's go into a song I I did hate. Oh. Which is Feel the Power. Feel the Power did absolutely nothing for me. Absolutely nothing. And I can tell by the way you're spitting those nuts out of your mouth that you might disagree. <laughs> Let's go to your opinion, though. What is it, What is with you when it comes to rip-roaring kick-ass songs that you don't like? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, the, musically, I will say this. Musically... Uh, I, I did like the song. I love the drumming. It's great drumming. Yeah, made. man. This song just blew me away when I heard it. I was like, fuck, feel the power rules. But uh, but uh, but lyrically, and uh, I don't know, it just kind of lost me. It just kind of... feel the power, man. I love it. I love you, you know song. What you, you know what you got to feel? These. Nuts. Yeah, that's right. 
But no, no, seriously, what is it about Rip Roaring songs you don't like? I love Rip Roaring songs. I just this one. I I don't think it's but a it's well. the power though, right? I, I don't think it's a, it's a well crafted song. It? Yeah. Anyway, so. <laughs> anyway, feel the power. I love it, and that brings a, a closer to this review. Um, what can I say that I haven't said already through the review? I traveled all the way to New Jersey a couple years ago to see these Snyder. Well, not only Twisted Sister, but you know Raven and Am. I was such a great lineup. The Rods, but believe me, Twisted Sister, I wanted to see badly because I haven't seen them since. 84, and it was time for me to go see, you know, they did play here and there, but once they played with this crazy killer lineup, it was like some Hurricane Relief show. That oh, I had. for Hur- Hurricane Sandy? I think so, yeah. yeah. And it was it was an awesome, awesome show, man. And they blew every band away. Twisted Sister is, man, if you hate Twisted Sister, there's just no way you're going to walk out of a Twisted Sister show not thinking. God, even if you go, you know what? I'm still not going to buy their music, but goddamn, they were entertaining live. You know, because they are just such a... They're an event. And they, and, and to think, these stars like 60 and he's jumping around like a fucking 20-year-old. I love, I love fucking Twisted Sister, man. One of my favorite bands from the 80s. Uh, and that's all I got to say about it. So you, right. you give me a little closure and then you go into your pick of the week while I look around and think of my pick of the week. All right, well, let's talk about this. Uh, it was released on June 27, 1983. It was recorded at Saul Studios in, you can't make this shit up, Cookham, England. Wherever the fuck that is, I have no idea. It was produced by Stuart Epps, which I'd never heard of him before. I've never heard of him producing another album. But, uh, man, I wish he would have produced more because I think this album sounds fucking incredible. Uh, and, that, and that's about it, man. Twisted Sister, I fucking love them. Uh, and D, thank you so much for doing an intro to our show. You were so nice to me, my old lady, when we met you. Uh, enjoyed seeing you. I forget what the fuck. It was called Rockathon. It was in the middle of nowhere, fucking Louisiana. But we had a lot of fun. And you were a very uh, gracious host, very nice to everybody. Um uh, Probably because I paid a hundred dollars to meet you, <laughs> but uh, but I won I won uh, eight hundred dollars on poker, so that's why I was able to pay a hundred dollars to meet you. And you know what, man? Even if you you know if you paid a hundred bucks, there's assholes out there that treat you like shit. I'll give you an example. I saw I met Cannibal Corpse and Behemoth, uh, where one of those VIP things. It was like hundred fifty bucks. I really did it for my girlfriend and uh cannibal corpse was super cool but those behemoth guys are such assholes it's like motherfucker i paid 150 bucks and you won't even look at me they didn't even give us eye contact it was uh, it was pathetic but the but i i gotta say alex webster and the boys man you know um you know george corpse grinder those guys were such cool fucking dudes that have nothing bad like i felt like all right the vip was worth it because of them but Behemoth, fuck those guys, and they're and I love Behemoth, which really crushed me. I hate when I meet people and they suck, which rarely, rarely oh, yeah. happens. Yeah, it, but it does. Fuck you, Peter, Chris, you piece of shit. I met D. Snyder, and but uh, D. Snyder, D. Snyder couldn't have been fucking nicer. 
was very personable, very very friendly. I I'm like, hey man, I got this fucking podcast. I said, hey, in the future we're gonna do a you can't stop rock and roll thing. He was all about it. Very very fun, very nice. Put on a hell of a show. Uh, love Dee Snyder. I appreciate it very much. I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope you listen to it. Um, but that's it. That's what I got for Twisted Sister. So let's go on to pick of the week. And as always, fucking Ralph is not fucking prepared. So I'm going to go into my pick of the week. Which, which is the first solo album by Joey Belladonna. Oh, After, shit, I have that one. Isn't it called Engines or something like that? It's called Belladonna. Okay, I have that one. He's on the cover. Yes, Kind of like yes, a Statue it, of Liberty look to it. He's got he's got the headdress on. Yeah, yeah, I like that album. Uh, love it. Love it. Uh, Alex Perialis, who produced a lot of thrash back in the 80s. Excuse me, co-produced this. And uh, I think it's a great fucking album. Uh, I just I just love his voice, and I think he's got some good songs on here. I agree. And this is one you definitely have to look up. I mean, you're not gonna find this in your record store if you can find a fucking record store. This is not gonna be a Best Buy, but you know where you probably can find it is at Amazon.com, and use our Amazon.com link on the Podbean page to get it. And it's worth it. If, if, if you're a Joey Belladonna fan, you like old school fucking anthrax, check it out and use our link so I get a little bit of coin. I'd appreciate it. Ralph, do you have a pick of the week yet? Yes, I do. And it has to do with Belladonna, believe it or not. Oh, nice. You know, this, this is what baffles me. Uh, what you just said, I, I agree. That's a great album. And, and it was an eye opener. It was like, look, they don't allow this guy to write songs and look how good he... Look at these songs he wrote. They're really good. And I can even tell you something even better he wrote, which I feel like are his best songs ever, as far as, like, what he wrote. You ever heard Sun Red Sun? Uh, the Badlands album? No, the band that featured Ray Gillen and Mike Starr from Alice oh, in Chains. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've you heard know, of them. I think I have it, but I haven't listened to it. You know, Joey Belladonna wrote all those songs. I did not know that. You gotta hear these songs. They're fucking awesome, man. I think I have it downloaded, but I haven't you, listened to it. Hear these songs, you'll be mind blown. And Joey Belladonna is the guy that wrote these damn songs. It's like, and they're. I, be- I believe it because Joey Belladonna is fucking awesome, and he's a nice fucking guy. Oh no, the nicest guy ever. You know, he's up there with Dio as far as the nicest guy that I ever met. And, so and, it, and he remembers you like Dio. Well, well, I mean, I mean, I I only know from what I've seen, but you actually met him in person, right? Twice, yeah, but on yeah, the boat, yeah, we, the boat we, was talk, we talked about this on the on the motorboat episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which more people need to check out. That's one of our least uh, listened to episodes. And there, there I was, predicted the 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 Megadeth thing. Yes, but that is a great fucking episode. It might not be a particular album, but there's a lot of great shit on that episode. Yeah. But go ahead. But you said you said Joey was fucking top notch guy, right? Top notch. He remembered. Like I was with this girl that. Uh, you know, I met on the ship. She was a cabin mate, and uh, she she would go see him play because he has like a tribute band where he plays drums and he big sings. chief, big chief. Yeah, well, she she goes and sees him all the time. There's actually a picture she put up on her Facebook recently. She's laying on the stage posing while Joey's behind her playing drums. Anyway, she's a really cool chick, and uh, 
Joey knows her. He's like, I see you at all the shows. Like, he remembers people. Super nice guy. And uh, you know what, dude? And I, You know something I've never played? I have Joey Belladonna do an ID. An ID. Kind of. Oh, really? Kind of. Uh, he doesn't really do it. I do the ID while he stands next to me. <laughs> because he yeah. couldn't get it right. <laughs> it happens. Anyway, so... Uh, that album, Sun Red Sun, it's unfinished because there's a lot of like instrumental stuff. A uh, guy, I think his name is Al Ramiro or something like that. He's like a guitar shredder. So if Al you like, If you like your your guitar shredding, uh, you'll like this album too. But then there's like three songs on here that feature Ray Gillen on vocals and Mike Starr from that was his name, right? From Allison Chains, the guy. Yes, died. Mike Starr. Yeah, he's on. He's in it, and. It's an amazing record, and there is actually a very hard-to-get-home video of it that I don't think they, it's even for sale, but I have it, which has, like, studio footage of them recording the album and little interviews with Ray Gillen while he was dying of AIDS. You know, this is, like, right before Ray died. This is the last thing he did before he died. And uh, that's my pick of the week, Sun Red Sun. Not the, the Badlands song, but a band. That nice. That it is. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure it's out of print, but look. For but it. it's weird. There are so many sun red sun things. There's the actual what you're talking about, and then uh, Jakey Lee released an album called Dusk, which has some of those songs. It, no, it's a song called Sun Red Sun, which I just saw Jakey Lee the other day, and he played that song. And and also, there's another sun red song. There, there's oh uh, George Lynch. Lynch Mob just released an album called Sun, uh, Sun Red Sun, which plays some songs off of that shit. All right, well, this, it, this, I, I don't know if this album has a title. It might. I, I can tell you, the album cover, it's like the back of Ray Gillen on a beach and you see a seagull. That's the album cover I'm talking about, that album. Um, all right, well, well, get it. I mean, I mean, whatever it costs, whatever it costs, especially if it's expensive. Buy it using our Amazon link. That's right. You know, listen to Gene Simmons. He knows what he's saying. <laughs> that's right. And, uh, yeah, so that's my pick of the week, Ian. All right, well, let's go into fan of the week. Okay. And uh, this is a real cool dude, man. He, uh, I can't remember. I don't know if I met him on your your buddy, Mark Allen Taylor's uh, fucking Rush page, the guy you kicked off our page. Uh, <laughs> but... He's on that page. He's on. Uh, he's on Bill Wang's "Kiss, Kiss, Kiss" hard rock and heavy metal. I believe he's on Almost Human, and he's definitely on the Rock and Metal Combat page. And that's Donnie Allen. And Donnie Allen from Texas, you've been contributing a lot and doing a lot of great shit. And uh, you are our fan of the week, Donnie. And uh, we're glad to have you around. Appreciate it. Keep coming back. All right, Donnie. There, there you go. All right, and then there's the shit we always got to talk about. And that's how you check us out every week. Do you go on iTunes? Great. If you do, leave a fucking review and, uh, you know, leave a leave a five-star rating. We just got a five-star rating, but we didn't get a review this week. But we did get a five-star rating, so that's good. Thank you. Uh, go to podbean.com. Uh Another one that's amazing. Check us out on thatmetalstation.com where you can hear us at 11 a.m. 
uh, Sundays and 3 p.m. on Thursdays. That's Eastern Standard Time on both of those. you got to check out that metalstation.com. Oh, my God. Scott Green does an amazing job there, and he has a lot of people helping him, but there's some great fucking metal on there. They got a contest going on for a fucking box of metal where you win a shitload of fucking CDs and all kinds of shit. You want to find out about it? Go to thatmetalstation.com. There is a link on the Podbean page. Uh, Once again, you got an Android device. Uh, Check out thatmetalstation.com on the free TuneIn Radio app. Uh, Is one you you can download that. It's free. You type in that metal station, and then bam, hooked up. You can listen to it on your phone. Also, Podcast Attic is a great way to. You can get every episode downloaded. Uh, shit, what else we got? Oh, yeah, we got a fucking YouTube page that is absolutely amazing. But it is still on fucking lockdown because of who? Hey, that's not. we almost made a whole show without mentioning them, so let's try to do it. All right, because if somebody remain nameless, we cannot, epi- we cannot put new episodes up on our uh, YouTube page. But check out our YouTube page. It's Rocket Metal Combat Podcast, all one word. And, uh, man, Ralph has done an amazing job on these. If it's an episode you love, check it out on there because he puts awesome pictures and videos up from, like, whatever, you know. If we're talking about a certain Kiss album, it's all, like, pictures from that tour, that era, whatever. He does an amazing job. It's something to be seen. It's another great way to enjoy this fucking show. But, uh, hey, we got some time left. Let's get into some fucking music. I want to hear some tunes. This is from a band called The Mentors. You know The Mentors? Oh, yes, I do. All right. This yes, is, I do. This is a My ba- mother was the lead singer. Yeah, El Duce. This is this, uh, this actually, rest in peace, El Duce. Uh, this is a little ballad called Suckin' Fuckin' Cookin' Clean. Do it faster If you wanna 
Ah, yes, what a beautiful, beautiful little ballad with a nice little sentiment. Uh, Sucking, fucking, cooking, (laughs) clean, baby, you know what I mean? It's your future. From the late, and I guess great, El Duce, um, who who was in that Kirk Cobain documentary saying that Courtney Love said she was going to pay him a lot of money to kill Kirk Cobain. And uh, next thing you know, he, he... he was uh, he, he was found dead on a t- train track, and people claim that he was murdered. But let me tell you something. I honestly believe he was not murdered, and I'll tell you why. When the mentors played Miami, uh, <laughs> I walked into, you know, there's this place called Churchill's in Miami, and I walked into the place, and what do I, who do I see passed out under a pool table? El Duce. El Duce was so drunk that night that he had two girls hold him up on stage. He didn't play drums because, you know, who knows the mentors. He was the drummer and singer. They had one of the roadies playing drums and they had two girls holding him up while each of us got up on stage and sang mentor songs. I sang that night Sleep Banded, um, I think Going Through Your Purse. I could be wrong. And um, uh, uh, Shh... Think Golden Shower, man. This was back in like '95 or '6. You know, this was a long, long time ago. So I'm a little hazy on what song, but I did get up on stage and sing karaoke with the mentors while two girls held him up, and he just stood there with a glazed look on his face. Anyway, my point is, is that this guy was just such a fuck up that it, it's not hard to believe he would pass out on a train track. And that's what happened. He passed out on a train track. A train came and killed him. Uh, rest in peace, El Duce. You were one funny dude. All right, so what do you got for us uh, there, uh, Ian? All right. All right, before I fall asleep on the train track, I got another one I want to pick. And that is by one of my favorite new bands, and that is Ghost. 
And this is off their first album. This is called Satan Prayer. Nice.
What song was that, uh, Ian? That was Satan Prayer. Satan Prayer by Ghost. My favorites. Yeah. All right. So um, I'm going to pick one that's uh, a fairly new band, too. Fuck it. Uh, this is from a band called Iron Reagan. And uh, nice. this song rules. I love the title. Eat Shit and Live. <laughs> I'm going to go into a, a song right now from a total fucking legend. I'm talking about Mr. Ronnie James Dio, and this is a song off an album that gets kind of overlooked. I think maybe it might suffer from his first one of the CD age. Might be a few tracks too long, but I still think it's a solid, incredible album by, unfortunately, a lineup that only lasted for this album. I'm talking about Dio. The album is Lock Up the Wolves, and this is a song where he sums up his whole career up until that point. This is a beautiful ballad called My Eye. See the hurt still there 
That was the late, great Ronnie James Dio with the bonus track, actually, from Lock Up the Wolves uh, on the CD, because I believe the vinyl version didn't bring that song. Uh, yeah, it's a great song. I agree with you, Ian. Cool, vo- cool lines, like, I've seen it through the eyes of a stargazer. My personal favorite uh, rainbow song. My favorite song, period. I don't think there's a better song than Stargazer by Rainbow. So there you go. This was an excellent fucking Twisted Sister episode. But, uh, you know, be happy because next week it's going to get even fucking better. What's going on next week? Oh, my God. Next week, our special guest is Glenn Hughes. Oh, my God. I love that guy. No, 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 no. Not Glenn Hughes, uh, you know, from Deep Purple and Black Country Communion and Black Sabbath and all that shit. No, Glenn Hughes, the biker from the Village People. What? That's his yeah, that's his name, Glenn Hughes. He's going to be here when we talk about Sepultura's Beneath the Remains. <laughs> oh, man, it's my favorite Sepultura. And I hope it's his, too. Oh, well, you never know, but goddamn, with a stash like that, who's going to disagree with I, him? I have a feeling he's more of a Roots guy. Next week on the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. YMCA.